On good days, you can find Paul of the Washington, D.C. area in his house, intently focused on one of his woodworking projects. It could be small projects as small as a pen, uh, a bottle stop, uh, or a large platter or a bowl. Paul isn't the type to sit still. He loves making things and building things with his hands. But over five years ago, he was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, a rare cancerous tumor that grows in the bones or in the tissue around the bones. The cancer caused severe back pain, and it forced him to leave his successful construction job behind, a job he loved. I mean, my job was kind of my identity, and when I couldn't do that anymore, there was times there where I was really bummed out. The fact that Paul is able to get up and work on his hobby is remarkable, considering how difficult his symptoms became. But Paul was willing to do anything to find joy in his life again. This is a story about reclaiming your identity. This is a story about overcoming the darkest times. This is Paul's palliative care story. Prior to diagnosis in 2012, Paul had already dealt with back pain from years of manual labor. He had even had back fusion surgery. But the pain he felt this time around felt different. An MRI revealed that he had a tumor on his spine. I guess uh, initially I was kind of shocked. But then again, I kind of figured there was something seriously wrong for the strange pain that I was having. But I kind of still figured, okay, so it's just, it's just a tumor. It's something that they can, you know, cut out and remove. They can do surgery. You know, not, no big deal. Didn't know it was going to be quite an extensive process. Paul immediately started chemotherapy and radiation, which helped greatly to reduce the size of the tumor. In fact, Paul was ultimately cured of his cancer. But severe spinal damage caused by the cancer required several spinal surgeries, as well as symptoms stemming from chemo and radiation put Paul in a situation where he was constantly in pain. He may have been cancer-free, but faced a very difficult road to recovery. One significant bump in the road was that Paul was told some difficult news about working. After all the surgeries and stuff, they pretty much told me you're not going to be able to go back to your old job. You know, physically, you just can't do it anymore. As someone who found great joy working, this news was a crushing blow. Sensing that he could use more help to deal with chronic pain and the stress of having to rethink the course of his life, Paul was referred by his oncologist to a medical specialty called palliative care. Paul first sat down with Rob Rizak, a palliative care physician who explained what palliative care is. So palliative care is specialized medical care for people with any serious illness, whatever the diagnosis is, and we help support patients and their families through the trajectory of their illness. And it can be done at any age and any stage of disease. And uh, what we've seen is people actually live better with it than without it. The nurse practitioner, the oncologist nurse practitioner said, well, why don't you go see the, the palliative team because they have a bunch of stuff up their sleeve that might be able to help you because you'll meet with the pharmacist, you'll meet with the doctor. There's a, a, you know, a spiritual person if you want to meet with somebody. It's more like a whole group of people, and maybe they can help you. So I said, sure, why not? I'll go meet them. I'm your quality of life doctor and I'm here to help you, as well as your family, um, through the trajectory of your illness to help you cope better, to help you with your symptoms, and also to help you plan for the future. When Paul first met Rob, he was hopeful that better pain management could help, but at the time, Paul was not in a good place emotionally. I think when I first went to see him, I was probably quite depressed. Frustrated, depressed would be the word. In those initial meetings, Rob talked to Paul about what brings him joy, 
and he asked him what his goals were. Paul said that in addition to his wife and three dogs, his job was a major source of joy, and his main goal was to return to work. So what happens when your biggest goal can't be achieved? If we can't get them to, to their goals, seeing if we can sort of pivot and find out if they, they have developed new goals that we can get them to. So Rob began working with Paul on setting goals. Though returning to work may not have been an option, Rob helped Paul focus on things he could still control. If you're going through different treatments, whether it's for heart disease or cancer or uh, COPD, whatever it may be, if we can help people connect to things that bring them joy, then why are we doing this? These conversations helped Rob get an understanding of what Paul's biggest hopes were. He likes doing things. Paul is a hands-on person who, who loves working with his hands and building things from specialized pens to um, you know, doing things around his house that he and his, his wife uh, live in and, uh, and, and really sort of take care of people especially his wife. And, and so that was really important for him to be able to be independent and feel like himself again. In order to help Paul become more independent, there was a lot of work to be done to manage his pain, which kept him from doing most things. Part of that pain was in his feet and thighs that stemmed from neuropathy, a common side effect of chemotherapy. That, coupled with hardware that was surgically put in place to hold his spine together, created a constant struggle. Essentially, the chemo and the radiation can do a number on your bones. The hardware is there only temporary. And if, if the bones don't heal, the hardware is eventually going to fail. And that's the scenario I'm kind of with. There was some difficulty with walking, and it was often debilitating. And he's someone who, who essentially would make comments about, you know what, this helps my pain, but I'm just concerned about, you know, escalating doses and what it's going to do for my quality of life. So we've been able to sort of adapt the medications based on side effects as well as tolerance so that he can actually function better. As Rob described, palliative care specialists do a detailed review of current medications and try to find a balance that can help manage pain while keeping the patient's goals in mind. One of his goals was to sort of uh, be, be able to minimize the amount of medications that he has and so, um, you know, we, we've been slowly, we slowly adjust the pain medications based on where he is. We were able to sort of titrate them down uh, and also use some additional medications to sort of help with the nerve-type pain that he's been getting. Uh, and we've had to try multiple drugs to get, get him to where he is now. They were able to come up with a medication. I mean, we went through quite a list. But we did eventually get to one that worked. Because Paul wanted to be more independent, what good care looked like was finding him the right pain regimen to get him more active again. In going to see them, obviously it's paid off because ultimately they've been able to help curb my pain, and I think I've become more mobile, and I think my mood has, has changed. Some of the signs that, um, that he's been doing better with palliative care involved has been He's much happier. Uh, initially, when I first saw him, he was, uh, his mood was off. He was anxious, and, and he was in a lot of pain. And we've been able to sort of adjust that to the point where every, 
he's one of my most pleasant patients, um, and he comes in with a smile, and and uh, and we actually have great conversation about different things, including Navy football, which he loves, and I'm a Notre Dame fan, so um, so we we talk about little uh, things like that that that's fun, and um, and so you know we sort of developed a relationship, but I, I think I think for him the uh, the big things were getting his pain under control where he's able to function and do the things that he wants to do with uh, building projects at, at home or other things that he needs to do, I think, have been um, are, are great indicators that he's, he's doing much better with palliative care. Paul has seen palliative care for over two and a half years now, and in that time he's utilized many of their services, whether it's speaking about his stress with the team's social worker, adjusting meds with the team's pharmacist, we're getting referrals from the palliative care team to acupuncture appointments to help with back pain. I would say if you have a chronic condition, um, whether it be chronic pain or, you know, some sort of something that would be chronic, I would say the palliative care, I think, could really help you out. I think they're going to dig a little deeper, maybe come up with some ideas that you didn't think about or that your regular doctor didn't think about, uh, changes in medication, changes in exercise, routine, um, those type of things, I think, and maybe switch things up would make someone feel a lot better. For people facing serious illnesses, as well as those like Paul who are still recovering from them, regaining your quality of life is not an overnight thing. Personally, I think I'm doing, I'm doing good. You know, I just keep plugging away at it uh, every day. I mean, there's days, sure, no one wants to get up. That happens to everybody. But certainly when you've gone through a, a cancer treatment and a process of chemo and radiation, surgery, 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 it gets tough to, you know, look on the bright side. With help from palliative care, Paul is now able to reach his small goals, like going out to dinner with his wife, taking his dogs for a walk, as well as continue his passion for woodworking. Finding happiness is finally an option. Being able to get back to it has kind of helped me get over the hump of switching from full-time work to now having something else that kind of gives me a little bit of joy. We were able to sort of give him his life back, where he can actually function and, and enjoy his life. I think that's essentially what palliative care is. We help people live a more meaningful life that they want to live. Paul's palliative care story is one he hopes helps others regain the quality of life they are hoping for. If you're willing to, you know, really tell people what's bothering you, I think they can probably come up with a solution or at least try to get you in a better place. I think I'm a success story. I really do. For more information on how you or a loved one can find a palliative care team near you, visit getpalliativecare.org.